the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey, you have found us once again. This is the Mess It Up Podcast. I am your friendly host, Paul, the Bowtie Guy. You can reach me if you want to at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. And uh, love to hear from you guys. It's been a great new year in 2020 for me so far. And I've got another uh, special guest uh, visiting me this week on the podcast. And why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the world. Hi. Yeah, my name is Brendan Allen. Um, I'm a student at Chico State. Um, this will be my third year, and I'm excited to be on the podcast today. Nice. And, Brendan, I didn't tell you this, but we are an, not just an international, but an intercontinental podcast because we have listeners in Europe okay. that uh, consistently listen to us. There you go. Uh, so um, your voice is, is beaming across yeah. the globe, uh, <laughs> one bit at a time, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so excited to have you here for this. This is show 92. And our word of the week this week, which will become more clear to you later uh, on, is fraternity. And uh, fraternity has a couple of different meanings based on uh, what you are... Um, the way you're 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 dealing with it. So, um, one way to look at it is a, a group of people that have a common interest, uh, like uh, fraternities on mm. college or you know uh, different service clubs or fraternity. But there's also it's that that idea of um, brotherhood and mm. and being um, together and, and and bound together uh, in in fraternal love. We um, it's. It, I just love that idea of inclusiveness and togetherness and whatnot. So anyhow, mm-hmm. I thought we'd do fraternity today, and um, we'll talk more about that. If you can use the word fraternity in a sentence this week, I want you to give yourself, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's ten letters in fraternity, ten bonus points per there usage. That's a legitimate usage. I'll let you be the arbiters of your own legitimacy. Uh, <laughs> so please don't call me to weigh in on that. I, I just, I don't. I don't have time to solve the world's problems uh, with words of the week. So you you be the uh, bonus point police and that'll be fine. If you want to find out where we are on the internet, you can check various places with the social media uh, world, including uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, we've got a presence on all of those platforms. We also have a subreddit um, on Reddit. So if you go to reddit.com, you look for Messed Up Ministries, and we've got a subreddit there where I like to talk about various issues that happen during the week or um, recovery issues or messes that get turned into messages or, or whatever. We just like to keep the conversation going there. And here's the thing. I like you to think about it as a conversation because if it's just me, that's what I'm doing now is just talking and bumping my gums. And when I'm typing, it's just, it's so much of my own echo chamber. I need feedback from people. So I would love to have you go and check us out on Facebook and leave a note or ask a question or something. Same thing on, on all of our things. But if you could get into that subreddit, we could turn it into a conversation. That would be outstanding. You know, the, the exchange of ideas is something that uh, really um, lights my fire. So I would love to have your ideas coming in so that we can share those and uh, possibly uh, use them on uh, future shows as well. Like I said, I do have the email, bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com if you want to talk to me. But if you've got an idea for the show and you want to just uh, give some or get some general information, you can also email info 
at MessItUpPodcast.com, which is uh, intern Dave out in uh, beautiful Hilo, Hawaii. He takes care of all of our uh, bookkeeping needs. Uh, so you can email Dave with general show questions. You can also email Biker Chick while she's on her sabbatical. She still should be checking those emails. So let her know you miss her and uh, can't wait till she gets back. And that would be absolutely outstanding. If you get bored on a Monday morning waiting for the show, you can check out my blog, which is ministerofmocha.com. I've been doing that now for, oh, right around five years now, I think. Uh, So there's a whole backlog of stuff I write. Pretty much every Monday I've got something. I, I think over the last four or five years I've probably missed five or six weeks, but uh, there's a couple hundred uh, things to keep you interested uh, or entertained or, I don't know, just break the monotony anyway uh, of life. So check that out. And uh, I think that's all I've got for bookkeeping stuff. Uh, So, uh, Brendan, Mm -hmm. uh, I know you because uh, you used to be a child. Yes. And uh, uh, listener Bev from California, my lovely wife, she was your first grade teacher. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. So she made a habit of teaching all the Allen children. Yep. It was like one of her hobbies. Uh, So I had heard about this Allen family for a while, but never really met him. And then in the last few years, uh, we met when you started coming to RCA. Mm -hmm. So um, why don't you just go ahead and pick up your story uh, from uh, life. You you haven't always been a Christian. Mm Mm-mm. Uh, so tell us a little bit about how you uh, came to uh, uh, your Christian walk. Yeah. Um, so I think it starts, for me mostly, my sophomore year of high school, um, I started getting really bad migraines. Um, it was kind of weird. I think I had one that lasted about a year long. Wow. Um, See, now, that's a good migraine. Yeah. Uh, it's an intense migraine. It's, it's a bad feeling, but I think I think we, we besmirch the migraine when we call it bad for yeah. being so... That's some gumption. Yeah. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. How do you get through something like that? Um, yeah, I tried, like, a lot of things. Um, you know, it was a struggle through sophomore and junior year. Um, I was out of school. I was doing, like, home instruction, um, so I'd have a teacher come to my house and try and help get me caught up on school so I wouldn't be so far behind. Um, And this was tough because at the time I was playing sports, I was an active athlete um, and excelling in school and all that kind of had to be put on pause. Yeah. Um, So this was a big struggle um, for myself and for my family. Um, And I don't think I I saw all of the the family side of the struggle, but definitely could see my side of it was just... um, just hopelessness and, and pain yeah, um, physically. So, And just not knowing. I mean, you go to sleep. I, I, sometimes I'll uh, feel ill or have a little headache or nausea or something like that. I'm like, well, I'm going to go to sleep. And when I wake up, it'll be all better. Mm-hmm. And you wake up, there you are. Yeah. Right where you left off. Yeah. So wow. it, was, it was a long, it felt like a really long time. Yeah. Um, and it started, it did improve though over those two years um, going into my senior year. And um, I was able to be in school. I didn't have to be on home instruction anymore. Um, so that was really awesome. Yeah. And it was just nice to kind of have life back. Um, started to be more social because I could just be out and about with friends more. And um, I think in October of 2016 was when our family started going to RCA. Um, and I can't recall exactly why and when that like why that happened when it did, but um, it's really really improved my life. And I think 
I can I got baptized in November of that year. Right. So somewhere between being invited in October-ish and and being baptized at the end of November, I gave my life to Christ. And your baptism was cool because you uh, hopped in the dunk tank with uh, little sister and dad. Yeah. Yeah. That was, was really like special. The, the triple threat. I remember yeah. <laughs> at that point I was doing videos uh-huh. uh, for the church and uh, these people walked in and I'm like, oh, wow, we've got a, a, a group here. They're either coming to beat me up or it's going to be a really happy moment. <laughs> yeah. So luckily it was, well, not luckily, thankfully it was a, a happy moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And kind of backtrack too from like being baptized, like before I even, I gave my life to Christ, it was, you know, in this time of um, struggling with these migraines, like there was a lot of depression um, and just trying to cover up, you know, all of this pain. You know, I tried alcohol, you know, as a high schooler. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's a struggle yeah. to go through that. And um, yeah, so having that, like, basically just hopelessness. Um, and then being able to find hope in Jesus yeah. was just remarkable. And it totally shifted my life. Right. Cool. And so then you got things that the migraines are tapering off, not completely gone, mm-hmm. but tapering off. And then you're going off to school and jump into college life at yeah. uh, Chico uh, in Chico. So Chico, California State University at Chico. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about what happened when you got there and how you got involved with the ministry uh, that you're working with now. Yeah. So let's see. So that would have been in July of 2017. I moved up to Chico. Um, And it's kind of, there was this crazy, I think, two-week period. Um, I think God did an insane thing in my life. Um, For some reason, shortly before I left for Chico, I had this urge to share the gospel with people, mm-hmm. which was weird. <laughs> it was like, why do I want to, you know, go and share this really scary thing? Like, it's scary to be vulnerable and with people. Um, and, but for some reason, I wanted to do that. I felt like I was something I needed to do. Um, and so that's kind of a, some good context for the story. Mm-hmm. So moving up there, I had a place to live, um, and it fell through. It was a horrible place. It was it was bad. I moved everything in, and then we like severed the lease and got out. And essentially, I was was homeless. Homeless. Not really. My <laughs> grandparents lived nearby, so I was living with them for at least a couple weeks. Um, but yeah, as we were searching, my family was there for a week to help me move in. We were kind of like searching for a place to live, and we were going around. It's like, oh, this doesn't really feel like it's it. Um, there was one place that was like, maybe this is it, but it was just like a random guy, like didn't know him. Um, there was like alcohol paraphernalia everywhere. Not and, in Chico. And, yeah, not in Chico. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember my mom like being like, yeah, it's like, seems like an okay place, but she's like, is that going to be a problem? Yeah. And I was like, you know, like, I don't think it will be like, I don't at that point, like I wasn't drinking anymore, uh-huh. but it was like, yeah, I don't know. And. I remember, uh, it was weird, I remember seeing this quote on like an Instagram post about how your decisions are easier to make when your values are clear. Oh, wow. Um, I like that. It wasn't even a Christian. It was like a random like motivational, inspirational dude or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I remember that was like, wow, okay, I need to find a Christian roommate. Like if I'm getting serious about walking with God, this is what needs to happen. Um, and it's the cheesiest thing. It's super embarrassing, but I Google searched Christian roommates in Chico. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
It's super lame. <laughs> hey, no, great Google machine. Yeah. Does a lot yeah, of the great stuff. Google. Yeah. In this ad for a college ministry on Chico State's campus called Christian Challenge popped up. It was like the first thing. So I clicked on it. It was for their Facebook page. Um, and I click and I, it's like a, it's a closed page sort of, you can see everything you just can't post. So I had to like uh -huh. request to join, got added immediately. It was like, I need a roommate. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's walking on faith right yeah. now. Wow. Um, which was weird. Like, I don't know why, why did I feel like that was okay to just post in a random Facebook group and do that? <laughs> well, and at this point, has school started or is it still no, summertime? No. So this is um, not even August yet. So okay. school doesn't start for another month almost. Okay. So, and everybody starts tagging this guy named Angel and they're like tagging him and he's like, so I contact him through like Facebook messenger and I'm like, Hey, like, I guess you need a roommate. He was in Bolivia <laughs> on a mission trip. So what's his name? Angel? Yeah. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we like FaceTime at some weird hour because time change or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know, from a 10 minute conversation, it's like, I don't think this will be terrible. So, okay. so we decided to that live together. That is a together. great stamp of approval. I um, don't think this will be terrible, so yeah. let's go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you still use that as a barometer for yeah. decision-making in your life? Pretty this much. This won't be terrible? Yeah. That's pretty much all you really need. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. This won't be terrible, and your name is Brendan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> cool. So you got involved with that group then. Uh, just looking for uh, – at, at that point, were you just looking for the roommate, or were you looking for uh, – a fellowship to yeah. be part of as well. Yeah, both of those definitely. Um, and then the reason I ended up getting involved in Christian Challenge was because, largely because of the roommate. Um, he It was funny, he actually didn't get back into Chico until like a month after I'd moved in. So I felt like I was living in this guy's house for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> so he was already established. So he was were... already established. Okay. And okay. I, had, yeah. I was taking over his previous roommate's spot. Okay. Um, did yeah. you mess with any of his stuff? No, oh. I didn't. He's not listening. You can tell us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I did get pretty quickly involved with the ministry, um, more involved than your a freshman would have been, purely because I was living with somebody. Now, do you say more involved than a freshman would have been because they typically don't um, have freshmen do that or freshmen don't typically dive in that quickly? Is uh, that from your end or from their end that it's not typically a freshman thing? I think, I think a little bit of both to what you initially said. Uh, we, uh, a big thing that we do is we try to reach out to freshmen during the fall semester, um, sharing the gospel with them, discipling them, getting them involved in the community. And then in the spring, it's like, okay, now we want to look to see if you want to be more involved in our leadership and all that. Right. So okay. for me, I wasn't officially involved in the leadership, but I was, you know, I needed friends. I needed something to do. So... I just quickly got involved in just one, just hanging out with people, mm -hmm. but also being a part of our outreach period during the fall semester, which was my first semester at Chico. And uh, how much older, how further ahead in school was, was Angel from you? Uh, Angel was, he was a junior at okay. the time that I moved in. Okay. So he was more established with yeah, the ministry. Definitely. And was he in leadership with the ministry or just participating? Yeah, he was in leadership. Okay. And how do you think that that, what impact did that have on your freshman year of college first time away from home going and you know I'm considerably older than you but I'm of the generation where Chico was you know winning the awards for number one party school yeah and so what what difference do you think 
belonging to a Christian organization such as Christian Challenge made in that first year away from home? Yeah, it wasn't, you know, a lot of freshmen when they come to Chico State, um, they do play around with the partying scene, at least to some degree, whether they stick around in it or not. Um, and I didn't have that, uh, which I am thankful for. I have a really solid group of people that I get to, to call my family there. Um, so I think that if that answers your yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and that kind of leads us into um, our, our song of the week for this week, uh, because we are really progressing along in the minutes here. Uh, but the song that I chose for this uh, week is a song by the band 10th Avenue North. And this is a, a relatively new song of theirs. It's called Greater Than All My Regrets. And I, I think about when I went to school and the regrets that I had and most of my friends uh, went to Chico. Uh, I did not, but, but a lot of them went to Chico. So I heard all the stories and the regrets that they had and the issues that came up that are just, you know, potentially life-changing issues for people and I know that God is greater than my regrets so I, I want to play this song we're going to listen to this and we will be back on the other side of the break to uh, give you our thoughts on it and talk more about what Brendan's doing right now in uh, college so we'll see you on the other side of the break this is 10th Avenue oh I always mess this up because uh, we live close to sorry about that it's 10th Avenue North there's a there's 10th Avenue West in Palmdale and I always forget it so 10th Avenue North Greater than all my regrets, we'll see you on the other side. Greater than all of this. And if I bend and if I break, I'll trust the hands that hold me up. Greater than all my regrets. You are greater than all my regrets. You are greater. your love but you take me as I am a child yeah you whisper in my ear let's get up and try again so great song. I really love that song. When I hear it on the radio, it just makes me think a lot. But <clears throat> I kind of threw this out at Brendan. He didn't have any uh, pre-awareness uh, of the song. So I always like to let my guests go first so I don't stomp on their words. So Brendan, what anything stand out about the song to you or uh, that you found noteworthy or um, troublesome? Yeah, noteworthy. Um, I really like the second verse. Uh, it starts as, Father, I know I break your heart when I choose my way, when I doubt your love, but you take me as I am, a child. Um, I just love that. We we often, we always have a knowledge, like when we fall short. It's not like we're, I mean, sometimes we're blind to it, but, you know, we often know when we stumble. Um, and, you know, whether it's other people or, or the enemy, they really try and bring that back and mm -hmm. try to hold it against us. But... I just love how it's, you know, 
we know that we mess up. God knows that we mess up. Yet, He takes us as we are. Yeah, yeah. And I love that that follow up line on that. Yeah, you whisper in my ear. Let's get up and try again. And I, mm. I can remember encouraging my own kids that way. Like, come on, we can do this. Let's, you know, let's let's keep going. And the only failure is, you know, failing to try again or failing to you know take responsibility for what you've done. That's that's the only failure I see in life. And so, having God say, you know, hey. Let's give it another try. And it's like, hey, let's get up and do it. No, we're going to try again. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to keep trying until we get there is, is the inference that I pick up. And I, I got grabbed by the song at the very first line because, you know, when the past comes to haunt me, <clears throat> I always have that old devil whispering in my ear, hey, look at what you've done. Who do you mm-hmm. think you are? And, and people love to remind me about my past. And I think I'm, you know, the only person on the planet that has that uh, issue that you know people tend to love to remind us of these mistakes that we've made and they tend to linger so it's it's nice that it says you know my lord you take them on and when when somebody takes something on for me i don't have to deal with it anymore you know if somebody takes my cake i don't have my cake you know if somebody <laughs> takes on this sin i don't have to deal with it if somebody takes on that past I don't have to deal with it anymore. I, I've been painting a friend's house this week and uh, I painted the cabinets and they were just a, a brown wood, stained wood and we're painting them white so we can sell it. And so those cabinets aren't, aren't brown anymore. They're not wood stained anymore. They're, they're white, just white, boring paint. But underneath it's there, but, but we've, we've given it that new coat to, to give it the new new life and make it and and that's what God has done for me he's he's, he's and he's not painting over my sins maybe that's not a great thing but he's changed mm-hmm. who I am he's changed what I am I'm not a brown door anymore I'm a, I'm a white door I'm blotted clean and and uh and and he's and I love the thing the line you're greater than all my regrets not the, mm-hmm. this regret or that regret or some of them every regret I have God's greater than that he he wins it's that little you know, greater than sign. I loved that when I was in school and they'd always have us put it and we'd make a fish. Yeah. It was greater than. It was going to go gobble up the smaller thing. And and that's God. He's greater than the small one. It He he wins. Uh, it, he tips the scales and I can pile all my junk on the scale and it's not going to, you know, swing it the other direction. Mm-hmm. I think that's just um, outstanding and hopeful to me. Yeah. Uh, I love that. So... Any other thoughts on this? Uh, no, I think that hits it. All right, nice. Well, um, you're not just uh, hanging out with... with do you, by the way, do you still live with Angel? No, no. So he, he's graduated. I live in a house now uh, with seven other guys that are also in Christian Challenge. Wow. So this is my second year living there. Nice. Yeah. Wow, the God Squad. Yeah, that's a good name. Nice. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Uh, we were talking the other day about uh, what's going on in your life now with Christian Challenge, and I just thought it was such a cool idea, and that's why I really wanted to have you on the show, is, is talking about taking the mess of college life and and, uh, and what that might look like, and, and you're turning it into a message. So mm. tell us what you're doing uh, as you're trying to, as you're working with the, uh, the, the Greek system in colleges. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been working just in general leadership with uh, Challenge for... Oh man, two years now? Yeah. 
Yeah, about two years. I'm hoping you're having problem so, with calendar and not counting up to two because Brendan is yeah. uh, an engineering uh, computer science major. <laughs> so I, I know it's all zeros and ones. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I want that's you about to be as able high to as I can count. <laughs> so yeah, um, two years, and over that course of, I really, I feel like I've God's grown me a lot, um, and specifically has laid it on my heart um, for the students in the Greek system at our campus. Um, so in fall of 2018. We started, um, we have different life groups as a part of our ministry for freshmen, sophomores, like classes and for internationals and athletes and whatever, mm-hmm. everything. And we started one a year ago for students in Greek life. And, you know, that's a really, those seem like polar opposites to a lot of people, especially at Chico State. Right. Yeah. When you first said <laughs> it, I was like, interesting. Yeah, and, and for those people who are not familiar with Greek life, that would be just basically sororities and fraternities yeah. Yeah. Uh, on campus. Exactly. So to think like, you know, like as a Christian, you don't want to, like we tend to not want to associate with people that are doing bad things outwardly. Yeah. Why, why do you think that is? What's your um, slant on why? For me, I honestly still struggle with like wanting to spend time with and I, I don't want to use the word sinner because we're all sinners, but just people that are very outwardly not living for God. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like, I think we, we get in our own Christian bubbles. Uh, it's really, really comfortable. Yeah, yeah. It, and, you know, there's the, the idea of, you know, uh, that you, know, you hang around with bad people and it'll corrupt the good people. And, and yeah. as parents, we want our kids to hang out with good kids. But I always think if we're just Christians hanging out with other Christians... How are we getting anyone saved? How yeah. are those people getting the exactly. message? And that's not the model that Christ gave us. And if yeah. we're not going to follow Christ's model, why are we calling ourselves Christians? We should be, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. whoever <laughs> model else. we're following, if we're following Zippy, <laughs> we should be Zippians or whatever. So, yeah, if we're going to be Christians, we should follow that model. And he definitely found the people who were in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And bad company does corrupt good character, but obviously that's not an excuse to not be around people that are not saved. Right. Like that are like Jesus came because, you know, it's not the healthy that need a doctor. Right. But the sick that need a doctor. Yeah. And you can be, I presume a member of a fraternity and a Christian. Yeah. Just like, I mean, a lot of people think, Oh, well, you know, you have to belong to a, a certain political party to be a Christian or you have to belong mm-hmm. to a certain economic group to be a Christian. It's, no, Christians should be all of us and can yeah. be all of us. Christ died for every human mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah, exactly. I think um, for yeah, being a Christian in a fraternity, it's, it's definitely different. Um, instead of you know drinking on the weekends, I get to serve people on the weekends, help people you know, be designated driver. Or, I was going to say, define serve. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your beer, sir. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good good thing to be clarified. Yeah. So just modeling Christ to my brothers. Um, and it's definitely hard. Like, it's uncomfortable a lot of the times. But I'm sure Jesus was so was so uncomfortable. Yeah. But, but that's, but he, I mean, and I love going into the prison not because it's sanctified, but because yeah. those guys are hungry for it and they they need it. And Christ thrives in the prison. I'm sure Christ thrives here. And we, I tend to have a stereotypical 
Animal House view of what the Greek system is like. I had a, mm -hmm. a couple of roommates who belonged to different fraternities, and they lived it to, you know, the 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 standard of the movie. And I was, you know, not that far after the movie came out that I was in school, so they were still playing on that. But it was yeah. a lot of debauchery and hedonism going on in those frat houses and those frat parties and the sororities and all that stuff. So so I, I think this is just such an interesting, valuable uh, opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Something that's, you know, there. I was actually in my, in my time alone with God today, I was reading in 1 Peter, and it talks about fearing him, conduct ourselves with fear even in our exile. And as we've been, you know, going into these organizations and we're trying to reach these people, there's a lot of temptation to think that we're above them or we're sure. like, yeah. God loves us more. But like, man, that totally checked me where I was at. I was like, God does not love me more than he loves my brothers in my fraternity. So I think that was really, that was really humbling because I can identify with them in that I'm also a beggar and I just, I just know the way now. Right. So I think that's something... And, you know, it's only been a semester that I've been in this fraternity, but um, so you, still you figuring things out. So you pledged in fraternity, and you're now a, a brother in a yeah. legitimate Greek fraternity on campus yeah. at Chico. And it's not like a, a Christian fraternity that's just all mm -mm. Christian. So this is just a fraternity that you chose. And, and what has that experience been like? Yeah, it's been—it's helped me grow a lot— um, that was something I, I was really surprised to think, you know, we, th we think about personal growth and how maybe following Christ is like, there's just a certain way to do it. Uh, maybe I can't formulate exactly what I'm thinking, but even in this secular environment, I grew a lot in leadership and in discipline and just unity with um, people and working as a team. And I think that was something I was not expecting to get out of it. I thought it was going to be this, I'm all alone, kind of like... There's they're them and I'm me yeah. and I stand out and and it wasn't really like that. I feel like I I was able to grow as I'm, I'm hearing REM and I, that's me in the corner. That's me losing my religion, you know. <laughs> and then I see Brendan just kind of cowering in the corner at the yeah. party. But uh, what are the challenges that you faced in uh, fraternity life? Because you're not living in the frat house, but you're a no. member of the fraternity. Yeah. And so so what challenges have you faced? with this uh, um, either you know from a faith standpoint or just from a life standpoint are there challenges yeah I would say from a faith standpoint you know like you want to be there to model Christ to people ah that's fun <laughs> yeah I told Brendan make sure you turn off all your electronics and mine are making noise <laughs> um, you want to model Christ to them but sometimes it's like I don't want to go be around them it's like it's nerve-wracking or whatever. You don't want to go to that party. It's like there's less of a purpose for you to be there, it seems like, because mm -hmm. um, I'm not going there to drink right. or whatever. Do you get so called that, out for that by uh, other Christians or your fraternity brothers in the opposite way? Like, come on, don't be such a prude. Or what are you doing with those heathens? Do you mm. get that kind of... I feel like it's less of the what are you doing with those heathens. Um, I haven't really actually experienced any of that. Um I definitely, the other end of that, having people kind of question, like, why, like, why aren't you doing that? 
Um, and actually, I'm really thankful when people ask me that because there was specifically one conversation I had with a brother who he kind of asked me, and he always jokes about getting me a glass of milk, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we kind of had like a one-on-one conversation. He's like, why don't you do this? And I shared with him, you know, like my struggles with alcohol and then, you know, becoming a Christian and what that means for me now. And he's like, okay, like I respect that now. Yeah. So there is... In those one-on-one conversations, you can definitely have more of that open dialogue, and it's, like, more serious. If it's just, like, a big party and, I don't know, people right. like to harass you, give you a hard time about it. But ultimately, um, I think I think they do respect it. That's been yeah. something that's been encouraging. My personal experience when I was younger was similar to that. I was the one guy in my group of friends who didn't drink or do drugs. And nobody believed it, first of all. Come on, yeah, you do. You're just trying to get into the party for free or whatever. I was like, no, I, I just don't. But I still associated with them because I wanted to maintain the relationship and, and show them a different way. And uh, over time, it, it became respected. But I had to serve my time before yeah. people trusted, oh, yeah, he really doesn't. And, and it's okay. And they didn't say, come on, you can just have one. It was, But it was a lot of... A struggle, and I'm glad that I went through it because it prepared me for other things uh, in life uh, as well that mm-hmm. that I was going to struggle with. So, so that was good. What have been some upside to doing this? Um, some upsides are definitely like growing your community is super important. I think um, it's allowed me to meet people from just it's kind of cliche to say, but like different walks of life, you get to know people differently. Um, especially when you're surrounded by so many Christians, it's very the same. It can tend to be the same. So it's been encouraging to like kind of branch out a little bit. The international network of the people in my fraternity is, is crazy huge. Um, they talk about how brothers will move away after they graduate and immediately get a job because there's another, another brother in that area. And, there's always like a place to stay because there's chapter houses everywhere. Yeah. So um, that's definitely like an upside of it. And then, kind of what I said earlier about the, like the the pledging process of doing that helps me grow a lot. I think in leadership and discipline and time management, just really valuable life skills. Yeah. Has it? Um, how has it compared with your expectations? Uh, now you're uh, one semester into this uh, deal, mm-hmm. uh, going into it when you were thinking, all right, should I do this? Should I not do it? What is the comparison on on results there from what you expected to what you got? Yeah, that's a good question. All of my questions are good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, before I went in, I was I was freaking out, honestly. So I was expecting a lot of you know really hard things to do. You know, as a as a pledge, I felt like I was going to be the scum of the earth, and to some degree, we were. Um, but I think I didn't expect how awesome it would be like coming out of it and yeah. being initiated and being a brother with everybody. It was like, okay, now you have respect and you've earned it. So I think that's um, that exceeded my expectations. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. Did you have to get spanked? I didn't have to. But you chose to? Chose to. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a fun it's a fun tradition. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. Well, awesome. And uh, you've got a uh, year or two left in school. Yeah. And uh, then what's on the horizon for Brendan and your ministry? Yeah. Um, it's kind of, it's really open-handed right now. Uh, I've, I would say over the past 
two years or so been feeling led to do full-time ministry, I think in the context of college. Mm -hmm. So that might look like planting another college ministry at a different university or uh, maybe even being part of a church plant. I think I do want to be a part of establishing new ministries, though. Okay. Excellent. And um, so let's say there's people listening on campus and uh, they want to know if there's a Christian challenge uh, on their campus. You told me there's some uh, around California. What, what schools do you know of that have Christian challenge on campus currently? Yeah, other than Chico State, there's one at um, USC. There's one at San uh, SDSU, so San Diego State. And then Fresno State. Fresno State, okay. Yeah, those are the ones in California. Excellent. And oh, and also Cal Baptist University. I forgot oh, about that one. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, yeah, the ministry comes out of a Baptist tradition. Yeah. Okay. And uh, But it's not exclusive to Baptists. No. Right. Okay. So uh, if people want to get information, uh, especially if they're at one of these campuses or at Chico, um, how can they get a hold of and uh, get more information about uh, Christian Challenge? Yeah, I'm sure for the ones that are at universities, your university should have information on clubs there and contact info. Um, for the one at Chico State, you could go to challengecsuc.com. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of information. There's also a lot of resources, too, if you know, you're know you not there but want to grow in your walk and look at what college ministry is. Outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. Excellent. Well, thank you for uh, for being here and doing this with us. This is really yeah, exciting. Thank and you. Uh, make sure you contact uh, uh, your local uh, college to find out what's going on on campus for you because it really is a. For me, it was a difficult walk uh, when I was trying to walk as a Christian mm -hmm. at uh, when I moved away to go to college because I was away from the structure of home and uh, I was living with my fiance in a not Christian lifestyle and she wasn't a Christian. And so I, I strayed away from my Christian walk when I was in college and something like this, I think really would have been critical in my life to mm -hmm. keep me on a, a more stable path. Uh, so thank you for being here. Yeah. Uh, just a couple things before we go. I want to remind you about our Patreon account. If you go to messituppodcast.com and click on become a patron for as little as a dollar a month, you can help support the podcast financially, which really, really helps 100 people. If just 100 of you, uh, each month gave just $1, that would be enough to uh, pay for all of the financial end of the podcast for streaming and hosting and email and all that kind of stuff, as well as helping to uh, pay for gas to keep me going back and forth to the prison. So uh, that's available to you. And we have membership levels or patron levels at a dollar a month, five a month, 10 a month, 25 a month. You can even do multiple, which uh, some of our listeners do multiple uh, patronages. So I really super appreciate that. That really does help make the uh, ends meet at the end of the month. Um, and I appreciate that. Uh, something you can do to help the podcast grow is to also give us a rating on whatever podcast uh, service you're listening to this on right now. Go and give us a rating and a review on that service, and that will help new listeners find us and just continue to grow the audience. Would love to hear your stories, so write to us. I am bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com, or you can send your story ideas, uh, words of the week, song requests to info at messituppodcast.com, and intern Dave will take care of that for us and, and get it to the places where it needs to be. Uh, but uh, I'm just super glad that you guys are here. This is a great new year. We're on show 92, eight more shows, and we're at 100. It's amazing. Triple digits. I, I, I never knew that it would get this far, but I'm super excited it did. Brendan, 
Thank you for uh, for for being here. Uh, can you tell the people your new tagline? My new tagline? Uh, yeah, your name is Brendan is my new tagline. That is <laughs> just outstanding. Uh, make sure you just tell people. Walk up to someone wherever you are right now. If you're in the gym or just running, your name is Brendan. I, I love that. <laughs> uh, and uh, I guess we'll leave it at that. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time we mess it up. <laughs> Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up Podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.